Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey listeners, it's Phil Mackey. We're talking Minnesota sports five days a week on Mackey and Jeb with Rami. Available on Apple, Spotify, the Score North app, or anywhere else you find podcasts. If you're tight on time today and you can only listen to one segment from today's show, here it is. Yeah, no, I, I know we have some big changes in the secondary. I believe, you know, one of the critical things was, you know, not only is Anthony Harris a great football player for us, uh, and great in the community, uh, but by us being able to franchise Anthony, we do have the safeties pretty well set, um, knowing that we're going to have a lot of young corners that we're going to have to line up and play with. All right, welcome in. Hour number two of Mackie and Jub with Rami here from the TCL studios. And remember, tomorrow, starting at 11 a.m. here on Score North, scorenorth.com, and the Score North app, 36 straight hours of Purple Talk. Join us from 11 a.m. tomorrow all the way through the first round of the NFL Draft on Thursday. And uh, hang out with us. We have tons of special guests in the mix. You'll hear new Rewind episodes. And also, starting yesterday and running up until the first round of the draft starts, the Draft K 1K giveaway. We are giving away $1,000 to somebody who correctly predicts who the Vikings will select with their first pick in the draft. Entering is very, very easy. You just open the Score North app or download it if you don't have it already. It's free to download. You register, you enter through listener rewards, and then you enter the player you think will be drafted, and you will have a chance to win $1,000. Uh, Darren Doogie Wolfson from 5 Eyewitness News and the Scoop Podcast. Just a couple days before the NFL draft, what kind of Viking steam can you bring to the show today? Hello, Philip. Happy draft week. You know, let me start with what Rick Spielman was just talking about, Anthony Harris. At this point, there is zero trade steam. I know the two sides were connecting as of last night via email. There was going to be some actual verbal dialogue before the draft. So whether that took place earlier today, maybe it takes place later today or tomorrow or even Thursday morning, I think the sides continue to hammer on some sort of long-term deal. Now, the two sides are not close, but at this point, I think the most likely scenario is Anthony ends up signing a long-term deal here. So of the three scenarios, we've talked about this going back weeks, he either plays out the 2020 season on the franchise tag, he signs a long-term deal here, or he gets traded. Of those three possibilities, my money would be on the two sides just because there's been enough dialogue going back weeks that I think they can find a happy medium. Now, don't get me wrong. The Vikings want Anthony to sign a team-friendly contract in many ways. But I think eventually they will bend enough. Mike Zimmer thinks the world of Harris. Anthony's first choice is to sign a long-term deal here. Now, I guess it is possible because I actually ruled this out, or of the three possibilities, Phil, a couple weeks ago, I said of the three, I would rank him playing out the franchise tag number three on the list of possibilities. But at this point, 
fluid situation. There just isn't any trade team, even though the Giants have interest. It gets complicated because the Giants don't have a lot of interest in giving the Vikings a good draft pick, then also giving Anthony big-time money on a long-term deal. So there is zero trade team at this point. So if I had to you know, guess right now, Phil, just based on, on the intel I have, I think the two sides eventually find happy medium on a long-term deal. I think Anthony Harris is a Viking in 2020. Hey, Dukes, I'm, I'm seeing more and more steam off that Spielman call just from trying to put together the pieces as we do of what he said, that the Vikings are going to use their 22 pick, but then don't be surprised back to trade talk if uh, Rick does trade that 25 pick, which is theirs, to accumulate more picks. Do you pick up on that as well? Well, yeah, it's Trader Rick, right, Judd? I mean, I would put the over-under on trades Thursday through Saturday at two and a half. I mean, I think that's an interesting conversation to have. Would you take the over or the under on two and a half trades by Rick Spielman? I'm tempted to take the over. I'm taking the over. Yeah, he's ready to rock and roll, man. Yeah, I think he is. One year left on the contract. He is he is I've holding no trades never back, thought of baby. Rick Spielman is rocking and rolling. He's going un- like to unbutton an extra button, and he is going to oh, sling wow. some draft picks, baby. Gold yeah, now, if it's not three trades or four trades, I think it's multiple, so I think it's two. So, yeah, Judd, I think there's absolutely interest in moving back. I mean, you end up talking to enough people. Like, I was talking to Mike Tannenbaum the other day, the former Dolphins executive, the former Jets executive. He's now an ESPN analyst, and he told me, and, and he's talked to enough people in the league, that there really isn't much separation on most teams' boards between picks 20 and 40. So if you can find a way to move back, now the question is, who wants to move up? You know, is there a team that wants to get in front of Kansas City potentially for Antoine Winfield Jr.? I guess that's a possibility, a team like the Falcons or the Bengals or the Bears. Is there a team that wants to move up for a quarterback? You know, is Jordan Love still on the board at pick 25. I'm not quite sure he will be, but that might be the one scenario where the Vikings have the opportunity to move back, somebody moving up for a quarterback. So we talked about moving back. We've talked about re-signing Anthony Harris or trading him. What about the possibility of trading for an established player, namely Trent Williams, but not specifically Trent Williams? Is that something that's being discussed inside the Vikings building right now? It absolutely is being discussed. Yeah, I don't know if it's quite inside Rami, TCO Performance Center. It might be more virtually, Zoom calls. You know, Rick at his Eden Prairie house, Mike Zimmer at his ranch in Kentucky, George Payton in his West Metro house. But, yeah, I mean, those are conversations that definitely are happening. I'm convinced they've talked to Washington. The question is, what is Washington looking for? Would the Vikings give up pick 58? Would they give up their second rounder? You know, which is which is healthy compensation, just like I laid out with Anthony Harris. Then you need to pay Trent Williams. So you give up a really good pick for Trent. Then you need to give him a long-term deal. Oh, by the way, he'll be 32 when the season starts. There is an injury history there. So that's a roll of the dice, even though when he's healthy, I think he's as good a left tackle as there is in the game. But he also didn't take a snap last year. Like, where is he physically? Like, I don't even know how you make that trade without your team doctors getting their hands on him. But, yeah, I mean, undoubtedly, Rami, the Vikings have talked internally, and I'm convinced they've actually engaged in dialogue with Washington about that possibility. Uh, Darren Doogie Wolfson is with us here every single Tuesday at 5 o'clock from 5 at Witness News and the Scoop podcast, which you can find on Apple, Spotify, or the Score North app. Just go and uh, subscribe and listen to Doogie. So Antoine Winfield Jr.'s name has come up here in this conversation, and we talked about him last hour. Is is Ryan Clark from ESPN was on Purple Daily earlier this week raving about Antoine Winfield Jr. You've seen other prominent talking heads raving, and I think a few months ago you might have said well, he's for sure getting drafted, but probably like in the middle rounds. Is his stock just at first round value right now? Like if the Vikings want Antoine Winfield Jr. 
are they going to have to use one of those two first-round picks if they want him? Otherwise, he's gone by the time it comes back around in the second round. Yeah, Phil, I don't see him being on the board at pick 58. Now, under Judd's scenario, if they can move from 25 to, say, 34 or 36, is it possible he's on the board early Friday? Yeah, I think it is. But, yeah, I mean, he's on the cusp of, of being the first Gophers player to go in the first round since Lawrence Maroney 14 years ago, 2006. Max Williams came close, Rasheed Hageman came close, but the Gophers haven't had a first-round pick in 14 years. Yeah, I think some teams absolutely have him as a first-round pick. I'm telling you, it's a lengthy list of teams that that think highly of him. The Chiefs think highly of him. I mean, you talk about Ryan Clark, how about Tyron Matthew? Some of the things he has said, both on social media and in some interviews, he thinks the world of Antoine Winfield Jr. Why wouldn't you? I mean, just think about some of the winning plays he's made. He can also return punts, for that matter. But just think about the two Fresno games the last couple years, those winning plays he made at the end of each game. You know, I mean, he can he can play in the slot, you know, covering the slot. He can, he can play back, you know, if you just have him as a conventional safety. I mean, he can tackle. He can play in the box. I mean, there's a lot to like. And he overcame the... You know, the injury question marks. Like, he goes down with an injury in 17, goes down with an injury in 18, but then he gets through 19 healthy. So at this point, I think he's answered a lot of those, you know, injury-type questions. So, yeah, I think if he doesn't go in the 20s or 30 or 31 or 32 to the Chiefs specifically, I think he goes off the board early on Friday. Duke, days away from the draft. Now, what's the best guess about where uh, Tyler Johnson of the Gophers is ultimately going to be drafted round-wise? Well, you know what? It's interesting on him, Judd, because I was just looking at Pro Football Focus, who I love. They have him as a second-round pick. And, I mean, like, how could you argue that based on based on his production going back multiple years? My sense is he will be on the board on Saturday. Now, yeah. not for a long time, but I think he's more a fourth, maybe an early fifth-round pick. I think more likely a fourth-round pick. But I guess I wouldn't be shocked if he goes late on Friday, third round. It's just it's such a deep wide receiver draft. But he worked out for an NFC South team early in March before things shut down. So I know that team has a lot of interest in him. That team flew up a couple of its front office personnel, and he went through a really good workout for that particular team. I know the Vikings have interest. The Packers have interest. The Browns and Kevin Stefanski, the Raiders, the Rams, the Panthers. So there's a bunch of teams that have interest in him. I saw that the uh, Lions are parking their IT guy in an RV outside, <laughs> outside the GM's house. Are the Vikings taking any such precautions? How much concern is there within the Vikings organization about this unusual virtual draft that's going to take place <laughs> Thursday? Yeah, I don't know if, if the IT guy will be parked in, in Rick's Eden Prairie driveway. Although I guess I wouldn't be shocked, but I'm... I'm assuming he's going to be on standby. If he's not parked right there, he'll be he'll be close by. You know, Rick said all the right things in that in that Zoom conference call earlier today about you know the NFL has gone through all the all the you know security security questions. You know, all of us you know may have. There was one tiny glitch. Otherwise, the mock draft went swimmingly well. You know, but I'm positive behind the scenes they're all wondering how the heck. This is going to go. Okay, Doogie, how quarterback hungry are the Vikings in this draft? And I'm going to paint two different scenarios. One, you get to the middle rounds and there's a, you know, there's someone that you kind of like to bring in as a backup that you can groom for a couple years and you know, maybe that guy winds up being a starting candidate at some point. But like would they would they use a fourth or a fifth round pick on a quarterback? And then another scenario, Let's say some of the fears about Tua and health and you can't get your hands on him because of coronavirus and 
let's say he takes an Aaron Rodgers or Teddy Bridgewater tumble or Lamar Jackson tumble down the board in the first round, and he starts to get close to that 22nd overall pick. How quarterback hungry are the Vikings in this draft? Tua in the first round would surprise me, Phil. Now, Surpri- Vikings, let, 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 if, he, if he was there, let's say he's there. Yeah, I still think that would surprise me. Okay. I think they would maybe aggressively look for somebody else to move into that slot and, and then moving backwards. I just say that because they haven't done anything with him. I just think with all the medical questions, you would have tried to connect with him somewhere along the way. My understanding is they have not connected with him. Now, hey, the Vikings have taken guys in recent years where there was like literally zero pre-draft contact. Eric Kendricks comes to mind. Harrison Smith a number of years ago comes to mind. So it's not like they're not capable of doing such a thing. I just think, though, with the medical red flags, I think they would have connected with him somewhere along the way. So I guess I would be surprised if they pulled the trigger on two. I still don't even think he'll be there at 22, but it's a fun talker, and I guess if he's there, you you have to really think about it because I think at some point with 12 picks, Phil, they are going to take a quarterback. Like, they've done all sorts of work on Jake Fromm, the kid from Georgia, the kid from Utah, not Utah State, not Jordan Love, but the kid from Utah's name is escaping me, the Washington State quarterback, the North Texas quarterback, the Virginia quarterback. So I think there's a chance that they end up taking a quarterback at some point. Now, some of those guys I just mentioned either will be sixth or seventh round picks or undrafted free agents. A guy like Fromm is probably an early Saturday pick. So we're talking maybe that fourth round pick if if Fromm is on the board. But I do think with 12 picks, Phil, they are going to take a quarterback. And it's been a while, right? Like, Rick, since being GM, so what is this? Rick's, Judd, his ninth draft is GM? uh, 2012, right? Yeah, so, okay, so I think it's his ninth draft as GM. Yep. He hasn't taken a quarterback outside of the first round. You know, you think about, you know, way, way back, I guess he was in the front office when they took John David Booty out of USC, but he wasn't the final decision right. maker. He basically you know? took Ponder. Yeah, oh, yeah, and he did. But and, that, and he that was not Teddy. a GM. Yeah, and he took Teddy. So, I mean, he's taken yep. quarterbacks. My point is he hasn't taken a middle-round quarterback. Right. right. So that would be something new. I'm just telling you they've done a lot of work on Jake Fromm of Georgia. So, Duke, uh, Rick is, is obviously the most important person. He's the linchpin of the Vikings draft process sitting at his home and doing this. Did we get a decent idea, though, besides Rick, of who's going to be involved here? Because, um, you know, Mike's at home in Kentucky, and I'm sure he's going to be called once in a while. But my guess is is Zim being Zim might be sipping on a little bit of a red or something <laughs> during the draft process. Like, do, do, do we have an idea? Because there's not going to be this ton of time, I would guess, to consult with people, especially as the draft progresses and we get a shorter time during picks. Well, I mean, if you're asking if we gleaned a whole lot from Rick Spielman's Zoom press conference, I'm just curious who's involved. I'm just curious who's involved. Like, it's Peyton. Is it Peyton and Brzezinski? I like how Rick opens every press conference before the draft by saying, "How many teams have called me so far? I'm glad you asked. Let me go through all of them." I was even hoping for a little bit on Stephon Diggs, just a little bit more, as opposed. Oh, he gave you nothing. You know, we'll keep that in house. So yeah, I mean, he said he said very little. Now to the you know, casual fan, if you look at the transcript, you, you might glean a few things. But, you know, for those of us who have been around Rick for a while, I just don't think we learned a whole lot earlier today. But I appreciate his time and his effort. It's Jamal Stevenson, you know, director of college scouting. I mean, okay. he's got his fingerprints all over this. Yep. You know, and even even some of the, you know, area scouts will be, you know, available. You know, but, yeah, I mean, it is. It's It's fascinating how this thing's going to unfold. And undoubtedly, there's going to be a hiccup along the way. So at some point, Rick might just need to make a quick decision on his own. Yeah. Dukes, you got uh, 60 seconds of empty the bag scoops for us? 
Sure. <clears throat> Some local guys that, that maybe don't get as much pub as, as they normally would, guys that have connected with the Vikings. You have Jake Lacina, That's Corbin Lacina's son. Wow. He was the Division II center of the year so from Augustana. Hold on. Corbin Lacina deserves football. I love Corbin Lacina. Yeah, so he's connected with the Vikings. I don't think he gets drafted, but he might be a guy they look to bring in after the draft. You have a kid from Hawley, Minnesota, Ben Ellison, who was a great tight end at North Dakota State. He recently had a virtual conversation with the Vikings. You have Zach Johnson from Spring Lake Park High School, really good offensive lineman from North Dakota State. He, too, connected with the Vikings. Jay Sean Cornell, Creighton Durham Hall, Ohio State defensive tackle. He connected with the Vikings recently. Sam Renner, Maple Grove High School, former Gophers defensive lineman. He connected with the Vikings. Shane Zilstra, Brandon Zilstra's younger brother, wide receiver from Minnesota State Mankato. He, too, connected with the Vikings recently. Nice. That is Darren Doogie Wilson from 5 Eyewitness News and from the Scoop Podcast, Apple, Spotify, and the Score North app. All right, Doogie, we will, we'll see what the Vikings do here in about 48 hours, and we'll recap it with you next week, man. See you, you got to one more thing, by the way. Mm-hmm. Everson Griffin, I checked again today. I was told in all likelihood the ship has sailed. I know Rick talked about having some productive conversations with Everson, and I'll continue to say never say never. But I'm just telling you what somebody close to Everson told me earlier today, that the ship pretty much has sailed. Cool. Thanks for the info, Doogie. See you, boys. All right. That's Doogie. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy 5 or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone.